Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read volume one of Roroni Kenshin, which is yeah. something Kevin's been wanting to do for a while. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Kenshin anime? Bits and pieces of it. Just because so, I know with your anime history, it seems like that hit before you got into anime. Yeah, so I saw bits and pieces of it on TV, but wasn't like... I was sort of interested, but not interested enough to go looking for it. So it kind of fell by the wayside of like, I remember some of this stuff from the first volume, like seeing, cause like I apparently caught one of the first episodes or first few episodes and then skipped out for a very long time and then caught more. It was one of those series on Toonami that they had like 50 episodes or something that they kept cycling through. Yeah. So that very much tracks. Um, I was never a big Rurouni Kenshin guy, despite being a very big Toonami guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even most of this, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. A little surprised this is going so fast, but also not really. Yep. So, yeah, we will talk about that. But before that, we have a mostly full Shonen Jump to talk about. Uh, totally full Shonen Jump. There's actually only 19. Are, are there really? I was, yeah. like, scrolling through it being like, man, did I miss one? Yeah, no. Um, Shonen Jump needs to needs to get on their game. They need to make a new series because those last two sucked. Yeah. I, Nero is okay, I think. Well, uh, we'll get to that. But first, we have One Piece, Chapter 1023, Spitting Image. What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? I really liked One Piece this week. Nothing super amazing in it, but I really liked... So we have Dogstorm fighting Jack. I was like, I think, was the... Yeah, I think we knew that. We did. I I just, we, had, we had both forgotten, because I was like, we knew Jack was fighting someone. We just forgot who it was. But we have Dogstorm going Sulong. We have Cat Viper going Sulong. You know, we have Sanji and Zoro facing off against Queen and Birdman. I forget his name. King. Is it King? Okay. <laughs> They're playing sense. cards. Okay. Yeah, that, that would make a lot more sense, wouldn't it? You know, and then we have uh, Momo did get transformed into his uh, 28-year-old body, so he got bigged. Yeah, that, that was the end. Is, yes. yeah, he's now Tom Hanks. <laughs> and Luffy's like, cool, Tom Hanks, take me up to that castle so I can fight the other dragon. Yes, I, I just did like the moment where uh, he shows up in dragon form and everyone's like, oh god, K- Kaido is, has come to attack us. I, I don't know how you can mistake that for Kaido. Like, he's a much bigger dragon, but like, Kaido is Shenron and Momo looks like, you know, a mature dragon. Yeah. Like, Momo is a challenge rating like 13, and but, Kaido is a challenge rating like 33. Yes, but I don't think that the law pirates have actually seen Kaido, so they just that saw a big dragon and went, oh no, it's Kaido. I, I thought they saw when he laser beamed the straw hats, but not really, but I could be wrong about that. Well, I, I, if I remember correctly, they're very far away, so maybe True. they they didn't realize <laughs> They the don't scale. understand perspective. Well, I mean, you know, it's hard to it's hard to judge perspective if you don't know how big the reference material is. Yeah, also a lot of stuff about Zoro this week. Yeah. And how Ryoma was also a one-eyed samurai. Yeah. I liked that. Them talking about, like, you know, at first I was uh, very concerned to give him Emma, but, like, you know, looking at him, Jesus Christ, it's, it's, <laughs> it's him. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 156, Twinkling Stars, which I also liked quite yes. a bit, because mm-hmm. it's a weird power explanation that makes sense and is cool. Yeah. And Jujutsu Kaisen does get a fair number of those, but very few have been as satisfying to me as this one. Yeah, this one's pretty sweet. How I always love the, ha, I figured out your, you know, the, the rule of your power. Yeah, but you didn't think I could change anything, did you? Yeah, this is some Hunter Hunter shit, yeah. is what this is. Yeah. Uh, please I- come back, Hunter Hunter. I, God, I hope so. 
I feel like Rhea Robico is taunting us this week by reminding us there was no Hunter Hunter this week. I yeah. mean, really, they was just joking about Hunter Hunter, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, I really like this character's power. I really like this chapter. Mm-hmm. I don't have much to say about it because mostly a lengthy explanation of a power yep. and a little bit of a fight. It's not so much a like. I like that it's not just an explanation of the power. It's Panda and. Starts with an M. Starts with an M. Um, M-Mad. M-Mad. Figuring out the power, like working their way through the power. And that's better than, although even though in Jujutsu Kaisen they've mentioned sometimes you have the the trope of, oh, if I explain to you what my power is, it makes it stronger. Yeah. Which is another thing I like, you know, like. Yes, I like that too. Yeah. It's a very good trope of, I'm going to tell you about everything, you know, I'm going to explain the rules of my power, which makes it stronger, but that doesn't necessarily mean you know everything about it. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Jujutsu Kaisen? Nope. That leads us to My Hero Academia number 324, A Young Woman's Declaration. What did you think about My Hero this week, Kevin? Still pretty good, but I felt like, you know, this was last chapter. Yeah. Just please move the plot along. Yep. I get it. Shown in friendship. Yep. Romance. I got it. Yep. I was like, I, I got that last week. We we didn't need an entire chapter of, you know, Coda showing up was kind of cool. Yeah. But the, oh, we knew he was there already, though. Yeah. Yeah, this very much felt just like treading water to me. Yep. I, that's kind of all I had to say on it. No, yeah, that's totally fair. Like adept shonen material, but I still I did really rather enjoy it, but that it's kind of, you know, like, yep, it's just touching on all these notes again. So I'm not, I'm not going to complain, but I would also, you know, like some new stuff. All right, that brings us to a one-shot this week, which is Naoshi Komi covers One Piece, Chapter 216, Vivi's Adventure. Uh, were you at all familiar with Naoshi Komi? No, I don't think I've read any of their work. Yeah, they've done a bunch of stuff in not actually Jump, but yes. like a bunch of stuff for Jump I Squared looked, and I Jump I looked Plus. them up when yeah. it was like, oh, it's this person covering them. I was like, okay, let me look up, you know, maybe I've read some of their other works. So I was like, nope. And this is one of the best parts of One Piece, yep. like the Mihawk fight was before. Yes. But Boichi has a style mm-hmm. that made that really, really enjoyable on top of being a very good moment. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I, if I was more familiar with this person's work, maybe I would also feel that way. But for the most part, it just looked like One Piece, but maybe slightly off model at certain points. Yeah. Which I don't is not meant to be a knock at him. The point of a chapter like this is to get it in a different art style, right? Yeah. But it didn't seem different enough. It just Luffy looks kind of funny. Yep. I still liked it though because it you know it has been forever since I've read yeah. that bit. So ended up going quite high because I I did like it. I feel like this seems a lot more closer to what One Piece is now, but back then it was a little bit different. I and mean, that could be. I have not. I've never actually read this chapter. I was watching the anime when this gotcha. happened and have not gone back to it. I feel like everyone's a bit more noodly in early One Piece, and it's a bit less of that. Like, I could tell some, like, it, almost very subtle differences of, like, you know, this feels like now current One Piece where he's kind of gotten into more of, like, his own style. But, you know, like, everyone jokes that Nami keeps getting bustier and bustier, but, like, that, like, everyone keeps getting, like, bigger like you know luffy was very noodly in those early chapters and now he's a much less so like he's much you know ropier muscle it's a dragon ball arc yep <laughs> oh guys doing it on purpose because he's a genius <laughs> yeah anything else you wanted to say on it it was a fun read but yeah it's stuff i've read before it's nice to go have an excuse to go back yeah especially since alabasta is one of the best arcs 
It might have the best ending of an arc in One Piece. Yeah, it's a pretty solid ending. Next up, we have Mashal Magic of Muscles, Chapter 75. Mash burned dead in the intense interview. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I thought this was okay. Not amazing. You know, I like the, you know, Mash feeling for this bound monster werewolf thing. Yeah. this Werewolf familiar. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, which watch? Yes. <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, I've, you know, I've got to fight you. Like, part of me, part of me understands how this the guy who the magic committee guy who's fighting him feels and part of me also doesn't because it's like you know this is the stance i had when i first met the kid i like you literally watched him like break tons you know like oh you managed to sway Wahlberg, but you won't sway me that should account for something <laughs> like i know i'm not a huge fan of Wahlberg, but he's like a super important figure in the magical community and like he wouldn't like like this kid for no reason. But also, Kevin, he's Dumbledore. Nobody trusts Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> that series would have been over a lot faster if anyone just was like, "Yeah, Dumbledore is probably right." <laughs> yes, yes, it would. Like I said, I thought it was okay, not great. I am looking forward to how the fight goes. Yeah, I'm it could definitely we'll, be better. Yeah, I'm hoping we could get more back to more Mashal shenanigans. Same. Next up, we have Dr. Stone. Z equals 208. Science transcends humanity. It's a pretty typical Dr. Stone chapter. Yeah. But the joke at the end really, really got me with the direct <laughs> deposit. Yeah. I'm like, how is he going to pay us? He's not here. It's like, it's fine. It's direct deposit. It's like, we need banking for that. <laughs> we need banking for that. We need some way to store and record numbers. <laughs> and, huh. uh, just uh, <laughs> like them with the checkbooks, especially. Yeah. Really got me. No. I did not get hit that hard, but I definitely enjoyed the chapter. Again, like you said- Just uh, because why would you invent checks if you already have direct deposit? Yep. <laughs> but I like the- This feels better than what I consider a typical chapter of Dr. Stone. You know, it had that joke at the end, but it had more of a feeling of accomplishment, mostly because it wasn't just Senku made the thing or Senku and Taiju made the thing. It felt like a, you know, a collaborative group effort. It's also a pretty good explanation of how it works, and yeah. while the pop science in Dr. Stone is not really a draw for me, it is nice when it yeah. works. It's pretty cool, and I definitely loved the, let's do the math competition, and you know we're going to have the basically the stupidest character do the math for us, and they're like, what? Of course, Senku or Sai are going to win, and you know he's like, oh, the answer's this. Like, oh my god, like, yeah, that's what computers do. Like, anyone could add one and one. Yeah, but can you add one and one ten trillion times in under a minute? I mean, you get ten trillion, but <laughs> bad example. Yes. That's just actually one times ten trillion. <laughs> but yeah, I quite enjoyed the chapter as well. Next up, we have Ayakashi Triangle, chapter 57, when past and present meet. What did you think of Triangle this week? I like Triangle this week. I like where this is going. So we did know the yeah, guy that I, I was in the I kind of wondered if it was supposed to be that guy, but he... That's not how he looks in my memory at all. Well, they mentioned that that's not how he looked. Like, he got a different form because she captured him when he was a spirit. And so, like, he's got a new form now. So he he does look different than he did previously. Gotcha. So okay. that that's why we didn't quite recognize him is because he doesn't look the same. But yeah, I also liked it. Yeah, going straight all in on the Yasha stuff. I mean, that's yep. fine with me, though. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Last but not least, we have Blue Box number 18, Wish Me Luck, which continues to be really, really good. Yes. Some sports happen in this off screen because it's yeah. not a sports manga. <laughs> it's especially not a rhythmic gymnastics manga. manga. Yes. I did think the ending was kind of weird. 
I actually really liked it because of the one friend who made the comment of like, all right, so being the person who's outside of this looking on the inside, I wonder what's going to happen. Cause like I, ha- you know, I have all the pieces to the puzzle. Like I understand she feels this way. He feels this way. And she feels this way. And like how they're, you know, I'm waiting to see how those interactions are going to work out versus, you know, the people on the inside are like only aware of the person they're focusing on and not the other person. So I really like that. And I really like that. She say, is kind of like, oh, well, she really likes him and like not realizing that he likes her and that she actually kind of likes him as well. But she's really just like, no, you know what? For the sake of basketball, which I understand that being like, well, I can't move out because then I would have to not play basketball. So feel like if you live with the guy, you can be a really good wingman if that's what you want to do. Yeah. But I think she she's also going like it's super awkward with me being here because maybe she also realizes he does like her a little bit. And so she's like, I, you know, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. It's a love triangle. Yes. It's, it's the cornerstone of drama. Yep. You have, uh, the most dramatic thing possible is to dim him in a bomb under a table that hasn't gone off yet. While three people are sitting at that (laughs) table, awkwardly looking at each other. (laughs) All right. That will do it for Shonen Jump this week and bring us into Jump Card. Jump card is the segment where we rank everything we read this week, not just the stuff we talk about weekly. What do you have at number 20, Kevin? Me and Robico. <laughs> I, I mean, this Me and Robico was an episode of this podcast, so I couldn't put it that low. I I really had to because it wasn't an episode of this podcast. I know they were like, because they weren't honestly trying to rank anything, yeah. and that's what kind of bothered me. You know, like, it's, oh, I love everything. You it know? is very much buy all our play sets and toys. Yeah. Only, you know, buy all our manga and buy yeah, the volumes. Yeah. yeah, read all the chapters. It was like, I like reading Shonen Jump, but, like, I have to be, I, I do not have to be critical of everything as much. But, like, at the same time, I do. I only have a limited amount of time. I can't read everything. I can't read every manga. Even if I just wanted to focus on manga, I can't read every manga in existence anymore. Nope. And I have a ton of other stuff to do, so I don't feel bad feeling like I'm going to cut this thing. I don't, I don't like reading it, and this just felt like you know, oh, we can't, we can't make up our minds on like what we like the best, and it just I was also not a fan. Bondo can't have read all of One Piece. What is he twelve? He hasn't yeah. had enough life for that. <laughs> I have Sakamoto days at twenty. I yeah. thought this was a really bad chapter of Sakamoto Days. I thought the like twist in the middle was nothing. I thought the resolution was really rote and boring. I liked the bit where Shin gets defeated because the I always like that idea of, oh yeah, this person's a mind reader and they like try and read the mind and there's literally so much noise they just flip out. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't do much for me. Fair. What do you have at 19? Let's Rive High School Family. Same. Eh. Yeah. What do you have at 18? That's where I put Nero. Okay. They didn't explain the horse at all. <laughs> That's true. That, I, I, I didn't care. So that really that bothered me a little bit. 
And then also the mechanics of, so like, I sort of understand they're setting up that this girl feels like Nero is being sexist towards her, which I guess he sort of is, but at the same time, not like he's just trying to be like courteous as a person, like not specifically because she's a woman. But if you have somebody pinned from behind with their chest on the ground, you can't see their bra. Yeah, yeah. I was also a little bit of like, I'm looking at this art. I don't understand how I see. I've, I've watched a lot of anime in my time and seen a lot of improbable shots. Yeah, well, uh, it also doesn't help that I've done a similar, I like do similar pins. There's nothing to see there. Like, there, there are different pins that he could have done where he could have gotten a glimpse of something. But this specific one where you shove someone's chest into the ground doesn't allow you to see their chest anymore because it's on the ground. Uh, you don't have that good ground vision, though, Kevin. <laughs> you haven't trained in the eye martial art. So that kind of bothered me. And it's so it's just those those couple of little things. And then, like, it's still mostly OK, but I just keep having these glaring like. Do you just keep forgetting these plot points that you bring up? Like, this is a plot point. I I don't want to finish that thread, so hopefully no one else will remember it. I've undead in luck at 18. Sure. It, it's some shonen stuff. It's fine, but like it really isn't doing anything for me. What do you have at 17? I have Red Hood at 17. That's where I have it, too. There's like some stuff at the beginning that's almost... like It's the sort of stuff that got... Uh, not Sakamoto Days. That's still going. Last the, Sayuki. The last Sayuki canceled, which, you know, I love that shit. But it seems really random to throw it in now. I see. I see. The thing with Lasayuki was that was kind of like a theme going out throughout the whole thing. This feels like a hey, we noticed we screwed up at the beginning, so let us like do a little tongue in cheek joke. Ha ha! Like no, that that doesn't fix it. Also, the rest of the chapter was very meh. I yeah. don't care about these new characters. The only thing that made it go this high for me was I like the look of the one girl's armor the kind of like steampunk furnace look i thought that was pretty cool and like also the fact that it was like no i only need the arms like so that you know later on they can reveal more of the armor i was like that's that's pretty sweet i like that design i like that steampunk like very rounded furnace boiler look what do you have at 16 uh, that's where i have under the luck that i i had put the same thing down twice and was very confused that's where i have under the luck okay that's where i put candy flurry sure Candy Flurry is progressing in some interesting ways, but it feels real. It has real, real strong, oh, no, I'm about to be canceled vibes, I feel right now with its yep. pacing. And like I've said, ideally, I want manga to feel that way all the time, but there's a you can tell a difference between desperation and frenetic energy sometimes. Not all the time. Yeah. I won't pretend that like I haven't been blindsided by cancelings or... Thinking it was going to get canceled and then it continued. Yeah, both have happened. But uh, it's my number fifteen. I had a, a very weird like timeline disconnect of I was very confused in what order the events of this chapter were happening. Cause some of the stuff at the beginning made it seem like stuff had passed and then yes. it was like it like jumped backward, maybe. I, I never got like a flashback feel. I, I felt like it was like the the revolution is happening now, which I think is what I think so, but it, it just it felt like it felt like the timeline was a little jumbled. Like the thing that happened at the beginning happened sort of in the middle, and then we jumped back slightly to be like, and then over here, but I didn't get the and then over here. I felt like it was all happening in the same place, just in this weird time vortex where line time doesn't move in a line. <laughs> <laughs> I have me and Rebecca at fifteen. Sure. I, I didn't think it was great, but there was some stuff that kind of worked for me. Fair. 
What do you have at 14? That's where I put Sakamoto Days. Like I said, I like that joke, and I didn't feel like it was super flat. You know, I kind of like the trad being like, why are you playing these stupid games? We're just going to take it by force. And the guy being like, come on now. Seriously? Yeah, it just, it just didn't do enough Fair. for me. I have Elusive Samurai at 14, which also like felt weirdly flat to me, and I don't really know why. Wow, because I have it much higher. Yeah, like I don't know what it was about this chapter of Elusive Samurai, but nothing about it grabbed me. Sure. What do you have at 13? That's where I have Magu-chan. This is just where Magu-chan ended up for some reason. Like, I, I actually liked this chapter of Magu-chan pretty good. You know, I liked the the dreamscape. I I really like Dream Unreas being beaten by the night by him, like, saying a cool line and her just being like, oh, God, that's hot. And, like, <laughs> that's what destroys her. And, and then Magu-chan being like, I was expecting more of a fight. <laughs> yeah. I have Black Clover at 13. Okay. It seemed better than average Black Clover to me, but it also seemed like a real hackneyed, like, oh, no, everybody's going to die. Just kidding. There, all of that melodrama was for nothing, because obviously with all the melodrama, they would be fine. Yes. Uh, but then there are love confessions. So yeah. like that puts it higher. But also it was very much like, oh, no, who could possibly save these dying people? It is so sad that they are dying. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had someone with healing magics. Went a bit higher for me. Not too much higher, though, but I I do agree with you. That felt a little hackneyed. What do you have at 12? That's where I put Witch Watch. It's all right, you know, uh, but also at the same time, I I forget how this one ends. Oh, no, this is the one where the uh, ogre, oh. ogre boy is fighting the werewolf, and he's like, I have friends, and then uh, the witch is like, oh, I'm out of energy. <laughs> wait, wait, seriously? Yeah. I went higher for me. I thought Fair. it was pretty good. I have the One Piece cover here. Okay. It was, I mean, it's super, super good, but it wasn't anything new. Nor did I think this art style brought new stuff to it the way that Bochi did to the Mihawk fight. Sure. Oh, what do you have at 11? That's where I put Mashal. Same. Um, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, happened. What do you have at number 10? That's where I have Black Clover. I like the, the love confessions and the naked shenanigans. And then, as you know, corny as it is, I love that. You know, it's like, oh, no, they're dying. There's nothing we could possibly do. Like, no, I have magic. It's literally meant to break the rules of reality. Here we go. Like, oh, if only we had a healer in the party. And then, like, three girls raise their hands. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, they had to, like, the healer of, in the party was in another area. Yeah. Well, I, I just, it didn't, like I said, no, it, I, I said my bit on it. I Yeah, fair. And you said yours. Yes. I have Nero at 10. Okay. I kind of like this new female character, like, and the skill stuff is working okay. I weirdly like that they have two uniforms, and the one guy's like, of course I'm going to wear the gi. What are you yep. talking about? I like that as well. I also kind of like the joke about he did super bad on his test because he got, like, the answer sheet messed up. And they're, like, all shifted over one. Yeah. I like that idea as well. Oh, what do you have at nine? That's where I have Mission Yuzakura. It had some good stuff. I like the... You know, the subversion of, like, I love the elder brother has the book of the black <laughs> yes. secrets of, of the all, of, all, of all silver rank foes, yes. <laughs> the dark history of all yes. silver rank foes is literally what it's called. Yeah, and I just love some, like, some of the silly things of, like, oh, God, he reali- he knows that I'm actually a drag queen, or I like to be a drag queen on Fridays. Or, yeah. like, he knows I'm wearing this kind of stupid print underwear. Yeah. And then... Tayo has the, you know, like, ah, you just have to keep calm and the threads won't snap. And he's like, uh, well, no, all you said was I just have to not fall in the water. Yeah. So let's do a fight. And he's like, cool. Yeah. So, and it's <laughs> like, uh, for, I need you to accept me as the elder brother and as the examiner, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. I have a higher for that reason. Fair. I have Maki Chan at nine. 
Okay. I also really enjoyed, like, I love stupid RPG jokes. Yep. There was a bunch of them. I love the, like, no, you'll be stuck in that town doing side quests forever, because I'm playing <laughs> four and four, it's Final Fantasy fourteen right now, and one day I'll get to Heaven's Word, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm see the thing is I'm able to ignore the side quests and move on with the main story, which is fantastic. And it's not you're not even getting bogged down in side quests. You're getting bogged down with like goals you're making up for yourself. Yeah, side quests. No, because they have side quests. <laughs> what do you have at number eight? That's where I have Doctor Stone. Really solid. You know, I like I said, I did not like the joke at the end as much as you did, but I did like it. So that's where I put my hero okay. again. I feel like it's treading water. It, mm-hmm. It's it's good, but I feel like it's very much treading water. Yeah, it's my number seven. Yeah, that's where I put Witch Watch because okay. I, I think I like I like the friend joke really well. I like the explanation of the villain. Sure, and like she's like I would trade anything for my magical power, and that's why I'm so small. And they're like <laughs> you should have figured out what the deal was before, before you agreeing to it. Yep, like, what kind of an idiot doesn't read the contract before you sign it? What do you have in number six? That's where I put the One Piece one shot. Like I said, it's been a very long time since I read it, so I was just kind of like the oh yeah, this part was amazing. I remember that. That's where I put Doctor Stone. Yeah. Okay direct deposit mm-hmm. it was good i have the elusive samurai at number five i just i really liked it i really liked even the joke of the the one kid being like hey you with the pinch face like hey you with the pinch face and he's like trying to describe the people and then it turns out they're sl- you know like hey you bald i'm not bald i've got a little bit of stubble back here and then afterwards he's like oh no it's bald guy and that guy man i should really <laughs> learn their names yeah, it just didn't do much Fair. for me. I don't know why. I got Mission Yuzakura Family at five. Okay. I really enjoyed the thing. I was hoping the reporter would manage to pass the test, too, because I like that character. But I mean, he could still show up. Yeah. Because, like, they, you know, it was basically like Tayo might not, still not even pass. Yeah, true. He probably will, but it's. I've the... read a Shonen manga in yes. my time. Yeah, he will probably pass, but they might subvert expectations and. Certainly uh, they could do it anyway or you know he'll have to like retake the exam because he'll be like uh you were not being <laughs> and then he took it with not his family and it was fine well i it's it wasn't just the not his family they could be like uh, you know one of the you know maybe there's platinum ranked spies like the head of the council or whatever would be like you weren't being impartial like you're supposed to not bring your family business into this shit and you didn't yeah uh, what do you have it for that's where i put jujutsu kaisen okay that was very solid. I I really liked it. It's fair. I put Ayakashi Triangle there. Okay. I did like it. I like where it's going, but like it's it's a beat in a lot of ways. I mean, it's a dramatic fair. beat. What happens at the end is certainly a direction, but like it, it, or in a trade, you'll just flip right past this. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number three? That's where I put One Piece. Super solid stuff. You know, really looking forward to adult Momo. And Luffy riding a dragon to go fight another dragon. Yeah, well, look, and they'll have the help of a wolf when they get yes. there. Who I guess just showed up in the anime, and maybe I should watch that? Yeah. Yeah, well, I haven't watched it yet. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at three. Okay. Again, really like that power description. Fair. And all about it. What do you have at two? That's where I have Ayakashi Triangle. I just like a little bit of the, you know, some more of the backstory of like, yeah, the Ayakashi mediums are supposed to be born with all of their memories. But, and I love the way it's framed of like, uh, but you seem to be suppressing it. Like as she's like, you know, like fondling her thighs. (laughs) It is still Ayakashi triangle. But I just love the, the idea of like, uh, you seem to be suppressing it in these thighs. Look, they're big. They got to (laughs) contain something, right? I have blue box at two. Okay. Thought it was incredibly solid, but I just thought one piece this week was superb. It's what I want in my one piece. Fair. And I just really enjoyed blue box. I really liked the 
I really like the one friend that was like, all right, being the cat, you know, the neutral observer from the outside, I am super interested to see where this goes. Yeah, that, that just seemed weird to me. I mean, I suppose everyone has confided in him, but well, and like he was the one who pushed Chise to go on the date with him. Like yeah. he's he's trying to be a good wingman for boy. Um, <laughs> one day we'll learn his name, <laughs> but day. he's boy, so he's the worst and least interesting character. <laughs> to be fair, I don't even know the gymnast name, and I'm I'm really enjoying the series. So, uh, Choho, I wrote it down, didn't I? I didn't. Okay, <laughs> see. <laughs> We've got gymnast Chise. The only reason I remember Chise is because that's another character's name. All right, Rurouni Kenshin after the break, kids. So we read Rurouni Kenshin Volume 1 this week. You wanted to do it, Kevin. So what yes. did you think? I really liked Rurouni Kenshin. I really liked reading some of the author notes uh, after the chapters of, you know, like, yeah, I kind of went with this historical thing and then I kind of like romanticized the story. I really liked that this ran in Shonen Jump and the implications of like, he was like, you know, oh, I got a bunch of fan mail and like 90% of it is from women. I didn't realize Shonen Jump was so shoujo now. <laughs> like, I like that. And like, you did, you did draw a handsome boy, exclamation point, question marks yes. as your main character. So, but I, I like the idea of, you know, from like a Bakuman perspective of him, you know, presenting this thing and then being like, oh, yes, we can get the female audience with this. And like, <laughs> not, you know, not yeah. being that crass about it, but like, ah, oh, this will draw on the female audience. And, you know, like, I, I really like where this is going because it's, it's got those, you know, it's got the hot boy. There's like small elements of romance, but then there's also cool violence and action for the kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Japan and they let that happen. <laughs> Yeah, I found the romanticism element really interesting because at its core, the story of like Kenshin's thing is like, hey, people romanticize warriors and they say they're really cool, but actually, we're not. Play- yes. Yeah. So it's very interesting that is this is a story romanticizing the end of swordplay. Yeah. When the main character is like, this should not be romanticized. Yeah. Uh, it's a really interesting contrast and sort of contradiction. That's the word I want. Yes. Other than that, it's also like it's not quite the Shonen Jump formula I talk about that One Piece and Naruto just really jump into. Yeah. But it's very, very close to that. It is. Because you have the first chapter that works pretty well. It's a self-contained story. It mm-hmm. introduces the ma- in the male and female protagonist and yep. the male protagonist's deal. There's a second chapter that sort of reiterates that in yep. a faster way. And then it doesn't go quite into story arc because we have two more characters to introduce that yep. kind of get two chapters each. And it ends on a cliffhanger yeah. in, in the way you would expect with the fourth person not having joined yet. Yeah. I've always found the core cast of Rurouni Kenshin to be a little extraneous. Like, it's such a Kenshin story. I mean, it's named yeah. after him. That makes sense. But, like, these... Four char- or the other three characters around him feel in some ways like they're there because they're the first three introduced. And so he's like, and that's how large my cast is. So everybody else get- dies at the end of the story or yeah. goes off and does something. Whereas this is the core cast. Whereas, like, while well, Yahiko is important and Kaoru is also kind of important throughout, like, especially Sosuke just is the other guy yep. who's there. Kuwabara in it. <laughs> yes. 
but I haven't read too much, so I don't know. Like, like I mentioned, I have not seen much of the anime at all, and uh, I have never read it before. So, like, I you know know what who some of these people are, but don't know like the group dynamic. Because, like you said, it it this definitely feels like a Kenshin story, even though a lot of these chapters are told from someone else's perspective, usually. Yeah, and I find that kind of disappointing. I just think Kaoru is a real weak character. She's constantly in need of rescue, even though it is from her perspective, and she's often spirited and sort of, you know, yelling out her beliefs. Mm -hmm. She has that problem, but she has no power to enact them. And that sort of fits with the, you know, theme of the story about might versus right. Yeah. But I don't think it ends up quite working out as well as it could. Rurouni Kenshin is a series that I think deserves most of the praise and attention it gets, but is also, like, there's a reason it's not Naruto or Bleach. Yeah. Some of that is just the genre. Yep. It is more grounded, even though in this chapter, a guy cuts a cannonball in half with a reverse grip sword. Yeah. But also, I think some of it is that the cast isn't as strong and that the inherent contradiction at the core of the story it is interesting to explore, but also holds it back in certain ways. It doesn't come off as strong. Mm-hmm. You don't get that pure shonen, like, statement of intent yes that is totally true but i do also like that it's you know it's kind of nice to have some contrast in shonen of like yeah this isn't you know this isn't cookie cutter shonen but i like it for that yeah no it's not like a huge criticism of it Mm -hmm. i've just always felt rurouni kenshin could have been better and it's very easy to say that as a critic i don't have to draw it every week Mm mm-hmm but I always had a feeling of, like, this is very close to being very good. But there are just a few, like, small things that are, like, good enough. And that's genuinely true. Mm-hmm. It is good enough to get into Shonen Jump, a very high bar, yep. and then get an anime ad- adaptation. But it's not genius. Yep. And then it also got a reboot? I, I don't know how that works. I also know that the guy who drew it got in trouble for some charges. Yeah. But there was the, because he like, even on Viz's website, it's like there's 250 chapters of Veroni Kenshin, and then there's like Kenshin Resurrection or something like that. Yeah, and I think that happened later, either after his court case or he came back to jump. Yeah, like I, I don't, don't mean it was like immediately. There. I yeah. remember, because I remember at some point it was like, oh yeah, the, the guy from Kenshin is doing Kenshin again. I was like, oh. Yeah, I am not a Veroni Kenshin expert. Mm-hmm. I've seen a fair amount of the anime, and that's about all of it Mm -hmm. i I do think historical fiction is a very interesting place for shonen manga to exist we get that with elusive samurai now yep it's they're weirdly comparable in some ways and like very uncomparable in others yes yeah you know different styles on how they do it i do like a lot of the themes that kenshin is showing you know like i actually practice katsujin ken which is the life-giving sword sometimes the the uh, like in reality, you know, the life-giving sword works great if you're fighting one dude. If you're fighting five guys, you can't really use, you know, like like some people say the, uh, you know, the sword is a, a tool for murder. It's like, no, it's not only a tool for murder, but it also is like a tool for murder. Like, you, you have to be aware of what it is. But that doesn't mean I have to use it that way. Yeah. So I like a lot of, you know, a lot of those themes. I like Kenshin being like, uh, I will not pass on my sword style. Yeah, I like that, but but I also think Kenshin's being really patronizing when he's like, oh, no, that's not how swords work, but I wish it was, so I'll, like, support you. Yeah, well, but, like, I also, I don't think it's totally patronizing. Like, I, I do generally like that idea of him being like, I'm going to do my worst in order to create a place 
that will be nice for everyone to live in. But I realize that uh, that's the line from the Serenity movie. But, you know, like, I'm a monster. I'm not going to live in the heaven that I'm creating. Yeah, well, he's a soldier that doesn't quite have PTSD, but does have a lot of baggage because of what he did. Yes. And I really like how they point out, like, you you can't be as young as you look if you fought in that war. Yeah. And then later it's revealed that, yeah, he started at four. Mm-hmm. Is very interesting. I Like I said, I think there's a lot of really good stuff in Kenshin. I would love to do some more of it. I just always felt like it was one step away from true greatness. Sure. And maybe the manga's better. I don't love the way the fights are drawn. I don't hate it. The splash pages are nice. Yeah. But it's very, the Dark Knight, super chaotic. You don't see much. And one of the things I like, especially from comics and manga, is being able to zoom in and see very clear steps in a fight. Yeah. So that's just a style thing that's just, I don't super love. But I can't say he doesn't do his style well. Fair. Yeah, I I like it. Anything else you want to say on Rurouni Kenshin? Nope. All right, that just leaves us with personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank characters from best to worst. At the very top is Naruto. That guy's a ninja. Mm -hmm. At the bottom is Koku. That guy sucks and should not pass on his sword style. Fair. Dead in the center, we have... And then having to restart my brain, apparently. Is it going to be around Kagome? Yeah, I know. It is, in fact, Kagome. There we go. My, my brain was off by 10, and then I tried to add 10 more, and that, <laughs> but it got 20 past, and it was like, no, got to start the math over, Jeremy. You put a number in wrong. 70 plus 10 is 90. Wait. <laughs> no, I need to subtract 10 from that, and I get 60. What? what? So talking about the classic Shonen protagonists, I don't think Kenshin is as good as Goku. He just doesn't have the highs, even yeah. though he has a lot more complexities. No, fair. Not much lower, though. We have Jonathan Joestar, and I think he is definitely better than him. Yeah, JoJo won, definitely. So a guy who uses a sword we have in here is Roran Zoro. I think he's probably better than Zoro. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He's got some, you know, I like that. Like you said, it's not quite PTSD, but he's definitely regretful of what he's done. And he's got... More going on than Sakura Kinamoto from Cardcaptor Sakura, I think. I think I would yeah. also put him above him. Sure. But probably below Gon yeah. from Hunter Hunter. So Kenshin goes at number 45 above Sakura Kinamoto and below Gon Freaks. And that will do it for the podcast this week. Next week, we are going to be reading Haikyuu Volume 6 because mm-hmm. I like those volleyball boys now. Yeah. I'm invested with the rest of the world. Yes. Until then. Our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcast, Last Time on Video Games, which is updating semi-regularly again. We just played Dark Souls. Nice. If you want to listen to that, it's a good video game, it turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, some would call it the Dark Souls of video games. <laughs> Uh, as well as It's a Gundam, which just wrapped up Gundam Sea Destiny, if you want to hear the end of that train wreck. Someone posted the congratulations meme on our Discord, and I don't think it was that bad, but... Wasn't that wasn't that the um, the Evangelion? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody.
Stop.